I like to say hello and welcome you. Good day, that is my name. Come here and sit down. I'm so glad you even really truly came. We can even go and take a walk or something. Talk for one second about what we're talking about today, and I love it. It's obviously going to be Avengers Infinity War, so I don't know yeah. why. I figured it would be fine. Yeah. yeah. I actually have three topics written down on a little oh, piece God, of paper. I hate you so much. No, but honestly, just because I was thinking about them, and yeah. I was like, i got to bring this up. Yeah. yeah. It's not like, let's sit down. Let's make a list. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can if you want. No. What's your what, list? All of the Avengers. Top five favorite Avengers Infinity War moments. Okay. Welcome to Cast Party. I am Brennan. I am Dave. And uh, this is a... Mamma Mia 2 podcast yes. um, as the movie Wait, you production. just call it Mamma Mia 2. Mamma Mia, here we go again. Yes, thank you. I'm sorry. Um, the hashtag a, is, is there too a colon long. in there? Yes, there is. Is it Mamma Mia colon, here we go again? No, it's Mamma Mia here, colon, <laughs> we go again. <laughs> oh no, I'm too tired. I think you there's... broke me. <laughs> There might also be an exclamation point somewhere, and but I do not know where it would be. Maybe the exclamation point is taking the place of the colon now that I think about it. Let me look this up. This is very important. Mama Mia! Exclamation point. Colon. <laughs> Parentheses. <laughs> did, when did movie... Like, who decided that movie titles get colons and song titles get parentheses? Yeah. And why is the stuff in the parentheses always the actual title of the song? Yeah, that's so weird. Because it's always like, Baba O'Reilly, Teenage Wasteland. Or like, yeah. whatever. That's not accurate. That's not but... accurate, but yeah, I know what you mean. What's the one? Oh, uh, I got you, parentheses, I feel good. Yeah, exactly. It's like, like, it's clearly, I feel good. Everybody knows the part of the song, I feel good. But then, it's I got you. Yeah, exactly. And also, it is Mamma Mia! Exclamation point. Here we go again. Ooh. So I was wrong. I just assumed, and that's not fair of me. should be a comma. <laughs> Mamma Mia! Here we go again! <laughs> um, no, so the so the final trailer dropped oh for Mamma Mia 2. I'm so excited. Can you tell me more? And I've been picking through it frame by frame. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. you know, just to, just to get all, to soak it all okay. in. Um, no, that's a lie. I mean, I am paying a very close attention to it, but yes, also I don't want to be spoiled. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I listened to the trailer. I didn't watch it. <laughs> Interesting. That's an interesting strategy. So I learned that yeah. they are doing Waterloo. Okay. Um, which was performed in the previous Mamma Mia, but it was not canonical because it was during the credit sequence. Yeah. Um, and also they're doing Fernando because, of course, they are. Of course. And I think Cher is either singing it or singing back up on it. It sounded very weird. Mm-hmm. Um, see, it's just very important to me to know what songs they choose, and I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... There's like there's so much in the in the library of ABBA. Yes. And there's so many rich musical tapestries to choose from. Um I'm detecting sarcasm in your voice, but I don't like know what you're talking about. No, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna quote you and write it all down so yeah. nobody can tell because you yeah. are telling the truth. Yes. And so it's like you know, they only used like this tiny, it was like a drop in the ocean of ABBA that was in the first one that I've never seen. Um, Maybe that's my, uh, my trust fall this week. It's, oh, it's God. not, it's not, but one day uh, if you push me enough. Whoo. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, 
What are we talking about? Mamma Mia, here we go again? Yes, exclamation here we go again. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> no. So anyway, Mamma Mia 2, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Um, I'm so excited. Yeah, thank you so much. You should watch 2 and not 1 and see if you still get it. I think <laughs> I know the whole plot of 1. Okay, tell me. There's a girl and she doesn't know what her father is and then she m- maybe finds out at the end, but probably not. She actually doesn't. Yeah. And all three oh, of them decide God. they want to be her dad. Oh, how cute. And so they're all in the new one, but I think Meryl Streep is dead. And it, No. Well, I don't know. What? I don't think she is, but maybe she is. Maybe she's a ghost? I don't know. I think she's in it. See, I keep hearing that, but she is not in the trailer. So maybe it's a big reveal. Right like they got sources. her for one scene. Do you? I do. Okay. That's cool. I mean, I don't, I didn't really ask my inside source <laughs> specifically, but I felt it was implied. I mean, the Meryl Streep implication is always very strong in any mm-hmm. conversation. You can mm-hmm. feel it. Yeah. Um, anyway, okay. um, I just, I, I made a point to know what, to, I'm just paying attention to what songs they choose because it's so cool and awesome and such a terrible idea and I love it. Yeah. Um, it's really, anyway. it's really like, it's really going to like change the world. I believe. I hope it does. Yeah. Because this is maybe the most nonsensical, frivolous movie ever made. Oh, my God. And that's what excites me so much about it. Yeah. Like, it is the most pure, like, if kitsch could Mm -hmm. be condensed into, like, the densest, smallest ball, it would be this movie. And that's so important. Actually, wait, that new song that Kanye released might be the most nonsensical thing. (sighs) We don't have to talk about it. Yeah, we do though. Do we though? Can is... poopy poop, scoopy poop, scoopy poop, <laughs> poop, scoopy poop. It's the best. I did. I did not seek out that song mm-hmm. specifically, but there was a sketch about Kanye mm-hmm. on SNL where they matched the Kanye up. place. Yeah, a quiet place and oh Kanye West. That was so amazing. Um, yeah, it was very good. See, now I thought it was just one part of a verse, like. I didn't realize that's the whole song. Like he doesn't say anything else? I don't think so. I think it's just like non I think it's nonsense. But I don't I I just had a student that kind of played the track for me today and I was like, "Oh, it I thought he was just like it was like in the middle of a line and he didn't have a rhyme for something, so he's like scoopy poop, poopy scoopy poop or whatever, but I'm pretty sure it's the whole song." I have to Okay, I do have to look this up now. It's it's glorious. Okay. That's what it is. So, yeah, speaking of... Oh, no, thank you. Let's <laughs> talk about Avengers. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I was kind of in between. I'm definitely strong on liking it, mm-hmm. but like, I don't think there was any part that I like loved mm-hmm. specifically. How about you? I think, yeah, I don't know that a single scene stood out or any particular part. It was just really... It was a roller coaster ride. Yeah, it was, it was just or like whatever. It was a, it not a roller coaster ride of emotions or anything. You're just like, yay! Yeah, the like for me, the comedy I found really strong, mm-hmm. and the ways that the characters bounced off each other was really strong. But the drama in a lot of sequences, I was like, can we move on? I mean, very much the drama between Vision and the Scarlet Witch. Oh, yawn! That was the worst. And it was, it was, remember I was like in the trailer, it looks awful. It was, it was as bad in throughout every moment of every one of their scenes as that trailer looked. Yeah. It's so maudlin and melodramatic and it's like, neither of you have had a movie. You're just kind of hanging out in the background of other people's movies and I don't care. And 
maybe I'm just frustrated about Vision because we were never told his name in that movie. And my friend was like, but Thor said he had a Vision. So clearly it was Vision. I'm still a little mad about that. Oh. Um, I've told I mean, this story on the podcast of... before. Have you? Yeah. No. No, he on was like one. a couple episodes ago. Okay. Probably. No, my friend was like, well, Thor said he had a vision. So yeah. clearly that character was vision. And I'm like, they didn't say his name yeah. until like the later one. I was just so frustrating and he's so boring and he used to be. He's one Surrey. that, yeah. Like I knew who it was because of uh, one of the animated series. He was on okay. there. Then he like started out as a bad guy on that. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, I don't know how he originates in the comic books, but I definitely was like, oh, cool, it's Vision. But I don't remember, yeah, I don't remember if they ever said his name. I just, I know that they, that happens sometimes in movies, though, where just a character's name is never introduced, but then, like, everybody knows their name or whatever. Yeah, like Pinhead and Hellraiser. There we go. Exactly. Um, anyway, can we... I don't want to spoil it, but can we? Like, this episode's coming out, like, so much further than the movie yeah. has come out. I mean, I think we can just say at the very top, there's going to be a lot of spoilers okay. in this episode. So if you haven't seen Avengers Infinity War, come back to us, you know, in whenever you do. Yeah, or you know what? I'm What I'm going to do is... But also, if, you, if it hasn't been spoiled for you before already, I I feel like everyone I know that hasn't seen it is like, I already know what happens. That's true. Like because everybody's talking about it so loosely. Yeah, like, it's very not really cool. like, twists. It's just, you know. Well, what I'm going to do mm-hmm. is if you really do care about spoilers in the show notes, like mm-hmm. on the podcast app, I'm going to tell you what part to skip to to yeah. get past all of that. Yeah. So we can just talk about it freely and you can go look at that and skip to the rest of our conversation. Yes. Um so yeah, but no, you're right. I mean, people have been like really willy-nilly spoiling it. Like mm-hmm. there is that meme going around where people are saying whether or not they were spared by Thanos or whatever. Yeah. I mean, and... everybody knows that a bunch of characters die. Okay, that I mean, yeah, that wasn't not going to happen. Yeah. And well, that was the thing going in is we just assumed it was going to be some of the original guys. And it tends to not still be still here, yeah. yeah. Uh, every one of the original Avengers yeah. is still alive. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. yeah. Thor, Captain America, yeah. Black Widow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know, like, Other it got ones. spoiled for me that in the, you know, that way that someone puts something on Twitter and you're like, I wonder what that means. And oh. then while you're watching the movie, you go, oh, no, I know what that means. It was a sports writer, and I'm pissed because he's not, like, a pop culture. Like, he's like a sports in your writer. lane, bro. And he was like, my, my, like, something about how mad his wife was about the end of Avengers. Okay. And um, and basically it was uh, he's he's African American. They're from Oakland. Oh, so as everybody started to disappear, I was like, "Oh no, T'Challa! Here we go!" Because I was like, yeah, "That of course he is upset about that. Like they're upset about that superhero uh-huh. because that one meant a a whole lot to them because it took place. Part of it took place in Oakland." He's a black superhero, so of course, like it, it all clicked into place. I was like, I wonder if she's like a really big Robert Downey Jr. fan, or a, I was like, I wonder, like the whole time, I was like, I wonder what that's referring to. Oh no! Yep, there it is. <laughs> so I got it. But honestly, look, first of all, they're making a Black Panther two. Yeah, we know that's gonna. They're happen. gonna make a Spider Man two. Yeah, I mean that one's literally already in the schedules. Like, yeah, Black Panther two hasn't been announced yet, but it's like, come on. Come I on. I mean that was my thing is like. First of all, they realized after saying they were making this movie two parts, 
that if while you were watching this ending, you were thinking, but there's a, a part two. Yep. Oh, no. Oh, I get. But there's going to be a part two. Yeah, next year. Next year. So we know that they're going to come back. It's just going to be, how do they come back? And that'll be fine. It was great. I Like, that was my thing, is as he was collecting the stones, I was like, oh, well, half, half of these people are going to die. That's just what's going to happen. Yeah, and I mean, literally, I haven't read the comics, but if yeah. you have, that moment happens at the beginning of the story. Like, oh, half it? the people disappear, and then they fight Thanos. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, def- it's a major element of that mm-hmm. story arc. Yeah. And they're going to come back, and it's fine. Yeah. There's I, that whole time stone thing I was sitting next to an eight-year-old who maybe didn't understand that. Uh-huh. Doesn't know was, how comics work. Well, and I just didn't know if he was going to be able to handle it because his favorite superhero disappeared. Which one? Oh, Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. There's a costume in between Brennan and I right now. Yeah, it's on the couch. <laughs> it's his Halloween costume. So, And it's empty, which is kind of poignant. Yeah. So, he, just, he got yeah. raptured. Yeah. yeah but he was like, Jack what? handle that? He was really down about it. Like, I was sure we were going to record another one of our oh. in the car. Po- and he was so down about it. He like He's like, I don't really want to talk about it. Wow. Okay. And I Has was he... like, and I like turned to him and I was like, I got all choked up. Be- not because I cared about these movie characters, but I'm like, oh, no, his little heart is broken. Uh, and I'm like, he- I said, Jack, there's going to be a part two. They're coming back. They're already making Spider-Man 2. Like. Don't worry. Like, think of how big a movie Spider-Man was in Black Panther. Like, they killed off the two characters that had the most successful recent movies. They're not going to yeah. stay dead. So, by the way, spoilers, but whatever. No, we already talked about I that. I know. Um, but no, I mean, and the thing is Spider-Man gets the most brutal death, too, because he's the one who, like, feels it coming, and he has Yay. that conversation. It's so... Ugh. It's... He says, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's so, like... Because during this whole sequence, I was like, yeah, yeah, I get it. You're coming back. Blah, blah, blah. We're turning into Asheville. And he did it. I was like, oh, Tom Holland, you're too good. Don't yeah. be such a good actor right now. Yeah. Don't do this to me. Yeah. Um, but maybe the thing that for me was the most gut punch mm-hmm. of it, like it is a an outside of the narrative thing because yeah. that's kind of where I operate more. It's like I don't care that much if Iron Man lives or dies right. or whatever. It's just Iron Man. Mm-hmm. But the fact that there wasn't a mid-credits sequence, yeah. I was like, oh, this is bleak. Like they're yeah. really just reveling in it. Yeah. They're like everything's gone. Yeah. Everything's finished. And the post-credit sequence was just everything going to hell still. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, this will be the pickup and then it it was a hint at Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. But yes. what was so funny was like, you know, we all sit there and we're like, and the lights go up and I'm like, nerds, what was that? I'm like, what was that? And like the person next to me was like, I don't know what that is. We need a nerd. Like, where are all the comic book nerds to tell us what that symbol means? Was there no translator for you? There and was a guy two seats to the right of me who was yeah. that. Yeah, that's what eventually happened was someone walking by was like, oh, it's Captain Marvel. And we were like, thank you. <laughs> but I was like, I, I mean, almost every time I've, watched one of those scenes i've had to like google what the hell was that oh yeah it, it's for it is for yeah. the nerds like i love i love all these marvel movies mostly i mean i probably would like that i mean i think i saw i know i saw iron man before jack was born because it came out before he was born and i really loved it um and i went and saw avengers like without him i just went and saw that by myself uh-huh. So I was pretty, I think I was pretty into it, but I hadn't seen Thor or Captain America. I hadn't really got, I don't think I'd seen Iron Man 2. We didn't really get into that until 
like I didn't get into the whole like, oh, I want to see all these movies. Like the extended and, universe. Yeah, it was when Jack was got into superheroes. So it's kind of a fun thing, and I'm already like, oh, cool, we got like I I I've memor I've not memorized the calendar, but like I'm like, oh, when does the next one come out? Because it's a fun thing to take him to. Yeah, and like, they're so constantly happening. Yeah, like I mean, it feels like they are, but there was kind of a break there. Between like the Guardians of the Galaxy and Black Panther, it was like it was a while. Yeah, like they do give it time, but like the the when they come, they're kind of mm-hmm. close together. Yeah, like Black Panther and like Black Black Panther was still in theaters when yeah. Infinity War. It was in March or uh, February. February, thank you. I forgot the calendar. I was like March. No, before that, April. Got it. Mm. Nailed it. I mean, it wouldn't have been in theaters if it had done worse, but yeah. it did so good. Yeah. Um, and I'm Very sure cool. some brave person out there did a double feature. Mm. Like that has to have happened. Yeah. Um, I would like to do a marathon of them. There's a couple of the movies that I'm like, man, I wish I could just watch it. I don't want to buy it. Yeah. And that's so hard because it's a Disney property. Mm-hmm. So they're going to charge you mm-hmm. like tooth and nail to get these. Yeah. Things. I think we bought, we came home and I, and Jack was like, I don't really remember Captain America. And I was like, I like that one. Let's buy it. So I bought the first Avenger. I like that one. That's a good one. See, I, there, I've seen all the Marvel movies since I started reviewing movies. Mm-hmm. I have seen so since like yeah. 2013, I think. Okay, um, but the ones before that, I'm a little patchy. Like I haven't yeah. seen the first two Captain Americas. Um, mm. I haven't Winter seen... Soldier. You haven't seen no. I've seen mm. enough gifts of it that I've can like stitch together pretty much the entire thing. Okay, um, that's pretty good. No, I I know it's just like I hadn't seen the first one. Yeah. And I mm. couldn't be pressed to watch the second one because of that. Yeah. And then I watched Civil War because I brought everyone in. And I was like, yeah. I feel like I get mm. him. Um, I didn't never saw the second Thor movie because. Yeah, that gets a bad rap. There's a lot of people that don't that like crap on that one. Thor the Dark World. And I actually went with someone and they were like, I don't really like it was somebody that was like, you need to go to the movies more. And I was like, yeah, but I just don't really like going to the movies. Like, I'm mm-hmm. really picky about what movies I want to sit through in a theater. Like, I want to watch them at home when I can be like, I don't really love this and, like, turn it off and turn what. But, like, going to a movie theater, spending the 20 bucks or the 30 bucks or whatever, and then, like, being like, it was fine. You know? So they were like, fine, we'll go see something you want to see and we'll see Thor. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, I actually like that a lot more than I thought I would. I think that. It's weird that everybody's like, oh, Thor Ragnarok. It was so much funnier than the other Thors. And I'm like, no, he's always been pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, the first one was a straight-up fish-out-of-water comedy. Yeah. Like, they did the whole thing with him getting tased, and he's like... Blah, blah, blah. And, like, they did a whole bunch of stuff like that. It, he's always been pretty slapsticky. Just, they ramped it up for Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, no, and it, I didn't avoid it because of the bad buzz. It's just mm-hmm. one that... It came out when I was in college, and that's not a time that you really see a lot of movies because no. you're poor and busy. Yeah, and it like is not an easy thing to get going to, I feel like. I mean, I had a different experience because we were in Westwood, so there were like nine movie theaters in walking distance. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was a big thing we did on the weekends, but it was like, you know, not... Well, I don't even know. I think we'd go weeknights or like find cheap nights. Yeah, to or go. in the mornings or the Sundays or whatever. Yeah, but we went to, to a lot of movies, and I was a theater major, so I was like, "Well, we gotta go see movies." Um, but stupid movies, lots of stupid movies. Um, but uh, yeah, I can. I just I feel like if you don't have a car and like 
Long Beach State. Are there any, I'm trying to think. I mean, there's the AMC Marina Pacifica on PCH, which is, this is getting that very would be a, local. That would be a hike. You can walk there. You you could, but it, it's you like just far it. enough, yeah, and it's I, so industrial. No one would want to do that. No, and then there's the one at the Pike where I used to work. Yeah, which is not far, or not close at all. No, um, but yeah, no, it anyway, be a convenient thing. No, and it just kind of wasn't. I did start mm-hmm. going to more movies like my second and third year. Yeah. It was just one that I didn't yeah. care to see. Yeah, it's and not. Like, I can imagine it wouldn't be at the top of anybody's list. It's yeah, not like a, and you really don't miss much other than like one of the stones is in it. Ugh, who cares? And that um, I mean that was the thing is that at first it was all about building up the Avengers, and then you know of course Phase Two was all about the stones, uh-huh. um, or whatever, or Phase Three. I don't know. I, I don't, don't even. I think we're in phase three now, but who could tell? Um, no, but the thing is, there were characters that I was like, I don't know who this is, but I assume they're from the first. Or like, um, mm. well, Red Skull shows up. Yeah, and I was aware that there was someone called Red Skull, so I was like, that's probably him. Here's but, the thing: if you had seen the first Captain America and he showed up on screen, you would have been like, "How the f did he get there? That makes no sense." But then he tells you, yeah, that he was like put there. The Tesseract or something. Yeah. It was not, it was not like, oh, yeah, I remember he got put there. It was just like, oh, there's a guy that was in a movie. Yeah, and it's not even Hugo Weaving. It's some other guy. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's uh, some dude from The Walking Dead. Okay. They changed the actor. I, you can't tell. Well, yeah, it's it's a CGI mask. Yeah. And he just did a Hugo Weaving voice. There we go. Um, but Yeah, so that thing, I was like, I'm vaguely aware through Cultural osmosis, what this guy is. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, when Peter Dinklage shows up, what? Um, I assumed he was from Thor The Dark World. Oh. Because I was like, oh, this is the Thor universe, and that movie was directed by two Game of Thrones guys. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I found out that this was a new character yeah. invented for this movie, I was like, yeah. why? <laughs> yeah, it was really random. Why did this happen? It was really random. It felt like a cameo. Yeah. It felt really out of place the whole time. It was very much like, and he even looked like his character from Game of Thrones. Yeah, except really big, which was hilarious. Yeah, but like the beard and the hair were so similar that it was like, oh, it's just Tyrion or whatever. Like, yeah. But now he's got things on his hands and he's huge. It was just like, it was it really took me weird. Out of it. I also don't think I noticed that he was huge at first until there was a scene where they were walking together and I was like, oh, oh, he's like a giant. I get it now. It was very amusing, and I enjoyed yeah. that part. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was strange. And that was another one. Like, they never know what to do with Thor. Mm-hmm. Like, in Age of Ultron, they sent him to that magical dream pool to yeah, that was weird. go do stuff. I mean, here's here's the real problem okay. with the Avengers. And I don't mean it like, this is why I don't like them. They always have to do a little bit of fancy writing because most of their problems they can kind of quickly solve, especially Thor, because he has the power of lightning, and he can just be yeah. like, and lightning everyone. And then a lot of the times, like, he doesn't use, like, there's... You he know, very rarely uses his power. Yeah, he just, like, smashes people, but he could just be like, and lightning, bad guys, boom, okay, we're done, next thing. So, like, of course, if you start, I mean, this is not something that I feel like is meant to be analyzed as much as people are going to analyze it. It's oh, no, no, no. just a dumb movie. But because it's such a big deal, then we have to, like, read into it. And then, like, why didn't this character just... And it's like, because that's not what's in the script. Yeah, (laughs) and look... But they do have to do funny things where you're like, well, okay, guys, real subtle. Like, oh, 
Thor can't be there for a while because he's too strong, so he's going to go sleep, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And and that's fair. That's like in in all the old uh, Justice League cartoons that I watched with your son when I was babysitting mm-hmm. him years ago. Um, Green Lantern's always like, oh, no, they wrapped me in a yellow plastic bag so I can't do anything because yeah. I'm really strong and helpful. Yeah, I, and I can all I have to do is use my mind and I can create anything and they'll get us out of every situation. Yeah, exactly. So, look, it's you got to temper the overpoweredness yeah. of these characters. And oh, the the one... I understand dramatically why, but like Thanos mm-hmm. is so powerful and he was, yeah. he mostly just like punched people and it's like, you know, you can just kill them, right? Yeah. Like that's not interesting to watch nope. and I get that and I wouldn't want that, Mm-mm. but his power level was so inconsistent that I was like, I don't feel you as a threat. Yeah. Like I felt his henchman guy as a threat, mm-hmm. Squidward. He was scary. Yeah. He was really scary. Like yeah, with all the needles going into Doctor Strange's yeah. face. Yeah, that was nasty. And the part with uh, Nebula, where she's all like taken apart. That part yeah. was so gross. And some crazy like torture scenes. And then yeah, Thanos would just walk around and be like, "I'm gonna battle you, just like, like I'm gonna he's battle like a... Iron Man with Iron Man powers. I'm just gonna punch." Yeah, he's he's a rock'em sock'em Jay Leno. Yeah, and then like in reality, and then yeah, that was the thing is they'd be like, "Aha, we beat you," and he'd be like, "Psych, I have this thing again. I have, I already have this thing." And you're like, "Oh." Right, he has this thing that makes him all powerful. Got it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's just a little bizarre, and yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Um, there's there's holes in a comic book movie's plot. No, I know. <laughs> look, I I'm not like mad about it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I did find the sidekick character way more frightening in the way mm-hmm. he just like so calmly and efficiently uses his mm-hmm. powers to murder people. Mm-hmm. And do, and do, he, yeah, they just like wave of your hand and. They, and there's those times, I mean, you have to do it. You have to make the bad guy seem like there's no way the good guy can beat him. And then yeah. suddenly they do. But it always, almost every time you're like, but he was beating him so bad. And then they just had to do that one thing. Anyway. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's like it is. a comic book movie thing, though. Like, you know, Superman is chained up with Chris, kryptonite, you know, and he's like, oh, he's so weak. And then, you know, somehow he wins. And that's I mean, that's why you watch them. Yeah. It, it's fun and it's fantastical. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So we did like this movie. We did. There, the yeah, the drama and the fighting are the parts. I was yeah. like, ugh, the comedy. I was like, yes, I'm here for yeah. this. I enjoyed the whole thing, except anytime, anytime, what's her face? Not Mary Kate or Ashley Olsen. But Elizabeth. The other one. Thank you. Anytime she tried to act, I was like, please stop. Please stop. Please stop. Just. Okay, there's a thing called forcing it, and that's what you're doing. You're making cry faces without crying, and I, it's phony baloney. Please stop. That's all I could think. Well, at least she's not trying to force the Russian accent anymore. That's so weird. She's just pretending that had never happened. Yeah, that was weird, too. But, um, I mean, uh, like... I mean, Vision, I really like Paul Bettany, so I'm like, yeah. yay, he got to... And remember, I was like, wait, he's human. He has human skin. What happened? Turns out it was part of his gemstone thing in his face. He yeah, could make whatever. himself look regular and not be red or purple or whatever color he's supposed to be. I don't know what color he is. It's magenta. Yeah, probably. Magenta. Anyway, I really loved that movie. It was really fun. But yeah, it was... I'm like... I'm like, can we just, it was good. It was really good. But I mean, granted, I teach drama, so I hear discussion of it and the kids are constantly like, no, don't tell me I haven't seen it. And I'm like, 
okay, it's not that big a spoiler, but there are things like, you know, one of my students, she was one of my English students. She was like, I'm really upset because they killed my boyfriend. And I'm like, okay, like he's coming back, whoever it is. Oh, did you not get to find out who it was? Uh, I think it was Tom Holland. She was really into Tom Holland. Oh, okay. Yep. That is that is a boyfriend character for that age group. That yeah. makes sense. I was like, yeah. boyfriend, yeah, Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, Tom Holland, gross. Yeah. Um, I mean, no, I don't know. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Transitioning, I guess. Like, I am at a point where I'm still young, but just slightly old enough that younger people mm-hmm. make me feel weird and icky. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. I'm like... No, Tom Holland is but a boy. Yeah. I mean, he's honestly closer to my age than her age, but he looks like a he? boy. I think he's like 20, 21. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But like he's a high school character mm-hmm. and he looks very young. Yeah. Um, so that's that's weird. I have the uncomfortable thing happening where – so I always uh, – I show my English classes, Romeo and Juliet. I show them uh-huh. different versions and I have – the one that's, I think it's Zeffirelli directed where... Yeah, with um, oh, Olivia Hussey yes. is Juliet. I was going to say, that. she has a rude last name. Yes, and she is nude in it at one point, which uh, my freshman English teacher did not know it was going to happen. Oh, no. And it's still one of the funniest things that happened be- in high school, not because they were, I mean, they were naked. There's naked girl parts on the screen, but it was the two things that happened as soon... The kid next to me couldn't handle himself and made uh-huh. one of the funniest noises. It was something like, oh, like <laughs> it was so and I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> like keep it together. Like you haven't ever seen like, I mean, it's just and it, it's not even that sexual. So she's just naked. And then my teacher from, you know, his desk was in the back of the room and he looked up and was like, what? And he came running up and he like couldn't figure out what to do <laughs> so i just took a manila file folder and put it in front of the screen until well, that get the pause <laughs> stop button you have to remember this is 1993 or 94 so it's a tiny little tv with a uh-huh. vcr and he's just like how do i work it <laughs> and i just it's always been funny to me but i was like telling my class about that and they're like are we gonna watch the nigga and i'm like oh shut up of course we're not gonna watch that like we're gonna i only show a couple scenes and then i was like also i'm like I was saying, and and then they're like, I thought she's supposed to be young. Like, this is a different discussion. And I'm like, she is. Actually, she was so young when they made the movie that she wasn't old enough to see the movie when it was released. She wasn't allowed. Be- and I was like, because, you know, she was Nate. And I was like, wait. Oh, Ew. no. Like, oh, no. I've seen her. And she was like 16. That's not okay. No, that's messed up. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? The movie business, especially back then, yeah, very creepy and twisted yeah. in certain ways. Ugh. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, but she's then she's older than my students, so they're like, I don't know what's it, I don't know what the big deal is. Like, you know, she's old to me. I'm yeah. Like, exactly. No, she's not. <laughs> oh, gross. Okay. Anyway, age is relative. It so is. Yeah. Yeah, it's bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm just kind of distracted now. Um, there was another thing. Mm-hmm. Have you seen, speaking of like new music, have you seen the music video that Donald Glover just released? This yes. is America. Yes. That's some intense stuff. It's so intense. I don't even, I've watched it a bunch of times. Uh huh. It's like, it's almost hard to process. Yeah. Like it's, 
like beautiful, haunting, disturbing. There's parts of it that are almost like funny, and you like don't know. It's like I don't know what's going on. Yeah, and the thing like I, I've read a lot of um, analysis of it yes. on the web because I was like, this is speaking to like a large part of the African American experience, which mm-hmm. I am not privy to. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I want to read about like the imagery he's using mm-hmm. and what he's saying. And there is a lot of there. There's a lot of debate over what exactly mm-hmm. what exact point he's trying to make with it. Mm-hmm. And I think it is a little vague. I don't know if it's purposeful or not, but it is powerful mm-hmm. in all directions. Like it's very yeah. just like the juxtaposition of the violence and his like grimace like uh-huh. his rictus grin that he has mm-hmm. that's so happy mm-hmm. and the way that he's dancing it's so yeah it's transfixing and like really interesting mm-hmm. and very frightening yeah and there's like i feel like there's i need i i don't know if he's satirizing the music of today at times where he's just like kind of mumbling that like mumbly rap that's come out uh-huh. what do they call it trap or whatever where you just kind of like Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I don't really know what he's saying. And then, um, and I can't tell. I It's like, I, but I don't know, man. Like, I have this thing about art where, like, it's your own experience. And it's not up to the artist to explain it to you. It's not up to the artist to make it so specific that you, like, so obvious to you. It has to be specific for them. Yeah. It's very clear they have a specific vision. Um, Like, my old drama teacher used to say Ambig- ambiguity is the enemy of art, but that doesn't mean that like it can't be ambiguous to the audience. It needs to be specific to you. And then however the audience interprets it, that's up to them. Oh, that's smart. And so I just am like, I'm like, I love it. And I get a new thing out of it every time I watch and I'm disturbed and like, uh, but I also, I, it's like really enjoyable to watch too. Yeah. Like, like he's way really he, talented. Yeah. The way he moves in it and the, and it's like so strange that he's, just wearing pants and not a shirt. Uh huh. It's like there's so many choices in there where you're like, what? I don't know. And he did in the performance on SNL. He wore basically the same outfit. It's just very different because it's just him on stage with some kids in school uniforms. Dancing. Yeah. Um, and I don't. And then it becomes like, oh, now I can listen to the words a little more. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm hearing. I don't know what we're saying. Oh, God. And I like can kind of hear it. And I think I know what the point is at times. But other times I'm like, I think he's just making fun of guys. Because um, I know that there recently there were some episodes of of Atlanta where he is um, m- taking shots at a rapper that I'm not familiar with. And I heard on a podcast, but it's like there's another rapper on the show that's like a, has a YooHoo commercial. Oh, okay. And but like made a hit song out of saying YooHoo in it, and then has and then has like become a spot. You know, it's like he's kind of uh-huh. sold out. And I, I don't, I don't remember which rapper it is. Little someone, little Yachty. I don't think it's Little Yachty. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know enough about rap nowadays i just go it all sounds like noise i've turned into an old person Mm -hmm. and i can't understand what they're saying and i don't like it um and it's too simple (laughs) back in my day (laughs) is what i just oh god i feel so much like that that and when my students quote vines i get so (laughs) mad at them we have talked about this one before like you can't quote a vine that's not a thing 
I'm still upset about it. They were doing it to me today. They're, and they just bounce them back and forth. And I'm like, what are you guys even doing? Like, this isn't a... Ugh. Like, if, if it's but not it's specifically, how like, comedy, it's, like, just, like, a thing yeah. that someone said once. And if you say it, if I say it, they laugh hysterically. And I'm like, it's not funny, but it's how to get laughs. I did, uh, when I was, when we were doing the musical, I made, you know, I was saying, like, no playing... Um, Oh God! What's the game? That new game, Fortnite. I was oh like, yeah! Put away your phones. Don't play Fortnite. And and all the kids in the audience just laughed hysterically. And I was like, I don't even know what I'm saying. I just know they're all playing Fortnite because we were doing my poetry unit in English, and they kept writing Fortnite poems. It's like, you guys, oh, what is boy. happening? This is not okay. That's never happened before. Where like something like a video game is taken over so much that they're all writing about. They're all writing the same thing. What? So weird. That's bizarre. Kids these days, huh? Yeah, they're they're doing their thing. Why can't they be like back in your day? Yeah, back in my day when we all, I guess I don't know. Rebecca Black's Friday. Oh that yeah, that happened. Remember that? Remember that? You're not Rebecca Black. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that to my sister? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think it was your sister. I don't remember. It was great. Yeah, that's a weird thing. I mean, because like that's what happens in this internet culture when anyone can randomly become famous for no reason, at yeah. least for a week or so. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I'm sure we've talked about this on the podcast before, but Rebecca Black is from yeah. the neighborhood where my sister and I went to school mm-hmm. and where you teach. Yeah, and she wasn't specifically at the high school where you teach. She never mm-hmm. ended up going to that school. She no. homeschooled. Either homeschooled or she went to one of the rich schools. I think she homeschooled. But yeah, one of those two. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, her parents had enough money to like pay for a music video for her. Like they could do whatever they wanted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. This is a person that was in my sister's grade, and my sister knew her, and mm-hmm. she literally bit my sister on the arm in a woodshop class once. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like the the girl in the music video who's doing the my hand is like a dolphin thing. Yeah, she's my neighbor. Yeah. And um, the awkward girl in pink who's dancing, yeah. that's my friend's sister. Yeah. I had three or four of the kids that were in the video as students, yeah. including the kid driving the car. Oh, boy. Spencer. Which is not the right age to be doing no, that. No, all of it is so dumb. Also, in the music video, which it, it I've I've had to explain this to so many people, they're like, the song doesn't make any sense. She's like... Sitting in the front seat, sitting in the back seat, I can't, I'm, what is it? I can't find my friends. Which seat can I take? Yeah, whatever. And they're like, it's a car, just make up. And it's like, no, if you listen, she's getting on the bus in the song. And in the music video, they probably couldn't get a bus, so they had a car pull up. Like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) They couldn't fill a bus with kids for that music video. No, of course not. Yeah. But yes. Um, No, yeah. So that's the thing. Like, it's a thing that, in our town mm-hmm. was so huge yeah. because it's like, we know these people yeah, and it's so bizarre. Like your corner of the world gets a little bit of attention randomly. Like when yeah. they, if you live in like, I don't know, some random town in Oklahoma and they make a movie about that town, you're like, yeah. what? Yeah. Um, I mean, I thought it was crazy. I'm from Mill Valley. And when I saw Back to the Future, I was like, what's happening? Hill Valley. <laughs> don't lie to me. <laughs> I was like, hmm. Sure looks a lot like my hometown. Did they film it there? No, but the downtown, the little square, you know, I mean, it just, it was very reminiscent of my hometown. And I was like, is this supposed to be Mill Valley? Maybe. I mean, there's a lot of Bay Area connections. 
with that group of filmmakers, so it's possible. Anyway, what are we talking about? I don't remember. Freewheeling. Yeah, that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, no, just that thing about the internet is interesting. The youth. Yeah, the youth. They're annoying. They're terrible. Oh, yeah, we were bad. It was Donald Glover, and then we were, got off on a tangent about... That's okay. ...about rap and how I don't know what he's making fun of. I just know I like it. Yeah, no, the, it's it's a very interesting, powerful video, mm-hmm. and there's yeah. a lot to unlock mm-hmm. within it and i'm not sure i've done that yet yeah but it's very cool i i'm having an interest i have an interesting relationship with donald glover because when he left community he left it in a weird way he like wrote a letter oh i don't know how old you were when that happened but or if you were even paying attention but it was real strange and it was like you're leaving this tv show so you can be a rapper all right uh-huh and then he Became pretty popular as a rapper, and I was like, good for you. But then recently there was like a New York Times piece or a New York, I can't remember who what piece it was, but there was something where he had a lot of like kind of Kanye-esque quotes where I was like, oh no. Where he, I don't know if he compared himself to Jesus. Or, that, that's how to do it. John Lennon did it. Kanye yeah. West did it. Just like love those guys. Yeah, he just started talking about how important he is, and I'm like, oh, don't, talk, don't, no, you can't talk about your own importance. No, that's that's uh, like giving yourself a nickname. Yeah, Kobe Bryant. I'm talking to you. <laughs> right, Sick right burn. in our audience's wheelhouse. Kobe Bryant references. Right in this podcast wheelhouse. I'm like, yes, Kobe. Yeah, you know who he is, though. Yes, he's named after the beef, mm-hmm. and. He did some bad things, and mm-hmm. but he also gave himself the the nickname Black Mamba. Did he really? Yeah. Okay, that's and, and it's and he at his retirement thing said Mamba out and like dropped the mic. Oh my god, that's hilarious. He's, I, I I mean I my favorite comedy is like it's a thing that drives me crazy, but then also I love in certain it's like the lack of self awareness, and so like it drives me like crazy in some things, but like. With him, it's it's hilarious to me. He's just like, yeah, everybody worships me. Mamba out. Oh, my God. And he, that was where Dear Basketball, the thing that he won the Oscar for, that's uh-huh. what it was. It was his, in, instead of like speeches about his retirement and stuff, uh-huh. they showed this weird cartoon oh. that was narrated by him at his own retirement. It was like, what's happening? You made your own retirement video? Only, only Mamba. If you want something done right, yeah, gotta oh, do it yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no. Oh God, paying tribute to yourself in your own work is so mm-hmm. bizarre. Mm-hmm. There, God, there are certain things. I mean, when you are famous and your name is the way that you make money and stuff, yeah, um, you are put in some very weird positions sometimes mm-hmm. of having to self promote. Mm-hmm. But like, that's too far. Poopity scoop. <laughs> I need to listen to that still. Yeah. Um, do you want to do the trust falls? Do you want to talk about those? Sure. How long have we been talking? Forty-two minutes. Nice. Yeah. I just want to talk about the good place. Like I just felt oh, like yeah. that was a natural. I was just feeling it. It was bubbling up. Yeah. Inside Let's me. talk about the good place. This is another thing that there may be spoilers, but we're gonna try not to. Yeah, I think I can do my best not okay. to. Um, but yeah, I did last week. I was very nervous about being able to start season two, and mm-hmm. guess what happened? I finished season two. Yeah. I I told when I said. I think you're going to have to. I didn't mean like I'm going to make you. I meant when season one ends, you're going to want to watch. You're going to feel compelled. Yeah. And then you're not going to be able to stop. And that's what happened. 
It is what happened. Mm-hmm. And I will say, um, I for the major twist in the final episode of season one, mm-hmm. I had been spoiled about that. Okay. Um, literally, by many people, there's, there was a gif going around a year mm-hmm. ago yeah. that got kind of popular. And also... I was listening to a podcast and the guest was one of the writers on the good place and he spoiled that. And I'm like, thanks dude. Yeah. Um, but the thing is I knew the basics of what was going to happen or what the reveal was going to be, but I didn't know the nature of that reveal Mm -hmm. and the repercussions that would follow from that. Yeah. And that was so interesting. Yeah. And the crazy thing about season two is how the show shifts gears so much. Yes. Like the fundamental, like, tone and even character and Mm -hmm. plot changes so frequently like every Mm -hmm. two or three episodes you're on a you're watching a completely different show yeah and some of those shows i like less than other versions of the show Mm -hmm. like it it is so many things and certain avenues i was like okay fine and then it would go back to something where i was like oh my god this is great yeah and so i have finished the season and now i'm so curious what they're what they could possibly do with a third season yeah and it's so bizarre, mm-hmm. but the characters are so strong and so consistent. Oh, so good. And yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I'm sad I have to wait till like September or whenever yeah, for the new season. It's a really rough one. But I, I'm going to tell you this. I've rewatched season one uh-huh. at least once all the way through and probably a couple times. Mm-hmm. It's really fun to go back and rewatch. Actually, I did watch the first two episodes with Sergio on our trip. Okay. So I'm kind of already, it's kind of already yeah. happening. Yeah. And it just, be, uh, show is so hard to talk about. Yeah. Because there's so much that happens. There's mm-hmm. so many twists and turns. Well, you just don't want to spoil anything. But like going back and watching it through the lens of someone that's made it to season two. Uh-huh. And you can pick up on so much more. The yeah. Little, there's a bunch of Easter eggs there for you that you're like, how did I not see that? I'm excited. Yeah, it's really good. So, um, and like for me, when I tell someone to watch it and then I'm like, they're going to guess it. They're going to guess what the twist is. No. And you have no idea it's coming. Yeah. But when you watch it again, you're like, oh my God, it's so obvious. I mean that like all good twists are like that where now that you know, it feels like it's screaming at you about Mm -hmm. the truth of it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, no. So that's super interesting. There's, there's a character who's only in a couple episodes mm-hmm. um, and his job is like always taking off his shirt. Yes. I don't know if you you remember that. Mm-hmm. Okay. That guy was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I like that there is a trend in sitcoms recently mm-hmm. um, about making like perfect male bodies a source of humor. Yes. Like that was a, a thing that was going on in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt season three. I haven't watched that yet. Um I can spoil Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt because the plot does not matter. No, that show, um, I, I I have watched season one, I think, twice, and season two, maybe twice. I don't know, and I don't remember it. Yeah. The, it just washes over me. It's like, nah, it's funny candy. Yeah, and it's <laughs> not a plot. It's a sitcom. Yeah. Um. Well, whatever. I can't say that because yeah. Un- Good Place is also a sitcom, and it's yeah. so plotty. But, yeah, in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, David Cross's character gets, like, crushed by a car. That's oh. moving really slowly. So he has to have like full body reconstructive surgery. Yes. And him post surgery is played by Billy Magnuson. Um, okay. Yeah. Yes. So he's super buff. Mm-hmm. And so he's playing David Cross in Billy Magnuson's body. Right. And there's a lot of 
interesting humor there. And he's mm-hmm. like lifting up his shirt and being like, what are these? <laughs> and especially because David Cross's character is so gross yes. in the show. Like he's, yes. they make a point out of him just like oozing and just mm-hmm. being disgusting. Oh, yeah. It's brutal. Yeah, it is um, really brutal. But yeah, no. So I'm noticing this trend in sitcoms and I'm just really enjoying it. Yeah. Because it's not like, I mean, obviously they are attractive people, but it's also like, look how hilariously, like, stupidly fit they are. Yep. And, like, yeah. let's poke fun at this. Yes. And it is great. Um, I agree. What else? Um, one thing I will say, yeah, it is hard to talk about this without spoiling it, mm-hmm. but the character of Janet, um, oh. who is consistently great, mm-hmm. um, she's the, like, Surrey of the good place, mm-hmm. essentially. Like you call her name and she can help you. She has all the information in the world oh, and she can so help good. you get a hot dog or whatever. Uh-huh. Um but literally whenever people call her name, she always appears behind them and uh-huh. always startles them. Yes. And every time it makes me laugh. Yes. What's even better about it is they don't bother to do a special effect. Yeah. If you you, you don't notice until you're made aware of it, but they don't do a special effect. She just is in the next shot. Yeah. But she doesn't appear in the shot. They just make a sound and then she's there. Yeah. And every time it's like, it, it doesn't look like, oh, jump cut or whatever. Like, oh, I noticed it. it it's like, oh, look at look at how they spared their special effects budget, budget uh-huh. by just doing a simple thing and it just using the actors, it works. No, and simple physical in-camera tricks mm-hmm. still work. Oh, yeah. That's why it's, that's literally movie magic. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, you you can watch the there's there is some dodgy CGI in the good place which is yes. fine, like it's a funny show so you're not yeah. meant to take those goofy things seriously, mm-hmm. so the cartoony nature of things it's like whatever I can get yes. over it, um but stuff like that that'll always make sense that'll mm-hmm. always look great yep and yeah I just I think it's hilarious because you know what's going to happen every time people ask for her, but it's always funny, like how frustrated they are that she never shows up where they're asking her to. (laughs) That's really good. Yes. I I just, I can't, I can't talk about that show because it's so funny and I want to make so many references and I just, as soon as we stop recording, it's all going to pour out of me. But I love that show so much. Can I, who's your favorite character on the show? Um. I, <laughs> oh boy. Well, my favorite character is Jun Yu. Yes, Jun Yu. Jun Yu. Yeah. That's why I I couldn't remember his name. Uh huh. He's my favorite character. Okay. Yeah. By far. Him. I. Th- there are elements to, that that's even hard to talk about because right? like you can't. Yeah. It's such a fundamental part of the show, mm. but like. It's not, mm-hmm. oh God. Um, but, but I think his performance, mm-hmm. the choices that he makes are constantly very peculiar mm-hmm. and it's something I've never seen before. And it took me a long time to figure out if I liked it or not. Oh, um, I just think it's, he, there's like a cadence. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That I love. Yeah. No, I, I do like it. Yeah. It's like a very specific choice he's making. Yes. And I love it because no one's ever chosen to do something like that. Yeah, exactly. And that that was the, the hurdle I had because mm-hmm. I was like, this is something I've never seen before and I need to process it before I can like it enjoy grow, it. It kind of grows on you. Yeah, like, At it does. first I was kind of 
meh. And then the more I, I mean, that show kind of the first season, I was like, I'm enjoying it. And And then I don't know when it was that I went, wait, this is so brilliant. And I think it was because I watched a lot of the first season kind of in real time. Uh Like as it aired. Yeah. Or I even like I'd watch an episode and then wait a couple weeks and watch another, you know, Uh it's like. And then once I got to the point where I was watching one and then the other, and I could see how they pick up right after the other one, you know, when, yeah. Oh, so much of it jumped out. And I was like, this is so good. And just all the performances are so good. All of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the Maya Rudolph appears in season two and she's so good. (sighs) Can't talk about that. Uh, No, not at all. But like the and the way they play with the like metaphysical mythology of mm-hmm. what the afterlife is mm-hmm. is also really interesting. And mm-hmm. the way they make it so mundane mm-hmm. and like kind of like a boring office job for most of the people involved in oh, so good. heaven and hell, the good place, the bad place, mm-hmm. so forth. Yeah, very good. Yeah, and any jokes they make about the human condition mm. are so like spot on so and accurate. On. And yes. I'm like, it's it's one of those things where. Oops, you pointed at someone points it out and you're like that's so obvious yeah it could only take a genius to filter out like the joke that they're making mm-hmm. about like tying your shoelaces or like something so mm-hmm. like ordinary frozen yogurt yeah <laughs> that was great <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i just want to i'm like like my college roommate is writing for that show that's I'm so like, cool. I'm like, let me in the room. Kate. Kate, I know I haven't talked to you in a while. <laughs> Your baby's real cute. Can I come hang out with you guys? <laughs> I just want to see what the writer's room is like. Yeah, that sounds super cool. <sighs> um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's very exciting. I'm enjoying the show very much, mm-hmm. and thank you for bringing it to me. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things I'm like, I can't tell you anything about it. You have to believe me. Uh-huh. You're not going to regret like. All of because I was for a while I was just telling my students like please, and they were like whatever. And then one of them was like, well, I was like didn't have anything to do this weekend, and I, and I've watched both seasons. Oh yeah. my god! I'm like yeah, it's it's great. No, it's super good, and I'm glad. I always enjoy being able to get in on a show while it's still airing, mm-hmm. so I can be excited for new material. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and start to watch it weekly. Um, and also, you're not like behind you're right on the cusp of it you know like yeah it's just starting to catch on if it's gonna catch on you're like oh it might it might it may fall apart and it may become a phenomenon but it's like you're right in that part where it's like you only know a couple people that have watched it yeah exactly um no so it's super super great very good yeah um so i made you watch Mm -hmm. a cartoon called over the garden wall Mm -hmm. i i actually walked in on you watching the end of it Mm mm-hmm and your reaction made me curious to like hear what you actually thought about it. Oh, it was funny because I, I was just saying okay, but I like I had a frog in my throat, uh-huh. so it came out all weird. And I was like, okay, yeah, I, like had this, this intonation. I was like, that wasn't. And I'm sure he's picking up on that. Um, it's so quirky. Yeah, it's, it's weird. so quirky. I I don't even know if I like it or not. Okay, I can. I'm like, I, can I live think with that. I love this, but I don't know. And where's it going? And did I miss something? I constantly am like, did I? What are we? Did I miss something? No, and I, I. It's almost like I need to 
watch it all and then watch it again. Yeah, I, th- I think that's gonna that would help. Yeah, I haven't uh. rewatched it, but once you like see the totality of it, you can mm. kind of be like, okay, yeah. It's so it's so weird. It's so great, and there's so many voices where I'm like is that and i'm like afraid to look it up on imdb i don't want anything to be spoiled for me uh-huh. but i'm pretty sure i heard christopher lloyd in there yeah he he does a lot of voice work i think he was in it i think he's the woodsman um oh yes yes yeah. he is and then um I, thomas lennon who i freaking love oh yeah was just something in one of them and i i mean oh and john cleese i believe i just heard in the last one yes I was watching. And a lot of real fun voices i mean elijah wood is He's 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 in all of them. Yeah, and um, Tim Curry's in one of them mm-hmm. too. Um, no, I don't know if I caught that. Yeah, and that's not a spoiler because it's just a casting. Yeah, um, no, I, I it's um, like Jack was watching the first episode with me, and he's like, "This is too scary for me." Okay, I was wondering if it would be, and then that first episode was very scary. It's a lot more like, ooh. But then it gets kind of silly after that. Yeah, it's silly, but it's always kind of uncanny, too. Yeah, but there's like an element of creep in every episode. Yes. There's a little bit of creep in every episode that's like a little spooky. Um, yeah, I had to finish it today because I, I was like, oh, I'll be able to watch it if Jack can watch it. And then he couldn't. Oh, that's Uh-oh. too bad. I'm sorry. And I've been extra busy lately, which is good. Like, very good. I've been much busier than I have been mm-hmm. in, a, in a great way. But um, I'm just like, oh, shoot. So I was trying to get on Hulu today at school. It doesn't work. Uh, also, I don't know my Hulu password. So if I ever get <laughs> logged out of my TV, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, because, you know, on my smart TV, randomly, it'll just be like, sign in. And I'm like, uh, yeah, that's, wow. that's uh, what is my sign in? Oh, I think we just wrote a joke for the good place. Like, that's such a human thing yeah. of like having a thing that automatically logs you in. And the one day it doesn't, you're like, I'm, I can never go back. Yeah. And then I'm going to have to go through the whole rigmarole of like. I'm a, here's I need my password, but then it's gonna change the password, and then on all of my devices, it uh-huh. change the password. The thing that happens for me mm-hmm. is that I get the email to mm-hmm. change my password. Mm-hmm. I change the password to something new, and then it says that password has already been used because I suddenly have remembered yes. what the password is, and now I can't go back to the old password because I have to change it yeah. now, oh, and so then I won't remember the new password. I actually had it one year we came back from the summer, um, and right before the school year ended, I changed my password for, like, logging into attendance. I think this was – I think it was your senior year. Oh, no. And the school year started, and I was like, I'm going to do my pa-. – and I'd had the same password for years. And uh-huh. I know that I changed it to be something related to Jack, you know, because he had just been born. And I was like, oh, I'm going to uh-huh. get Jack-related, and that'll be cute because that's what dads do. And then all of a sudden I was like, I don't know what I did. And I try, and it's one of those logins that if you do it three times, it's like, oh no, locked out for a while. And I was like, okay, so I can't take attendance. And then I tried, you know, I waited the hour or whatever. And I tried again. I, nope. Oh I was no. Like, but then because you're waiting an hour, I'm like, I don't know what three passwords I used. And was there a capital letter in one of them? I don't know. So I had to go to the principal who already hated me and be like, I don't know my login. She was like, Okay, I'll give it to you, you know, whatever it was. And I was like, I don't know what I did. I like I changed it to something easy, but I can't remember it. We have a new thing where for anything you have one password and it logs you into everything at school. But um we every year we have to change it and it's it's got to have so many different things in it. 
I oh have yeah, to keep it really simple so I can just remember. And then, so I had one, and last year, and then we had to change it for this year. And then halfway through the year, someone got caught in a phishing scam. Uh, so we had to change all of our passwords. And I was like, I'm out of good passwords. Yeah. Now I'm on one I hate. I hate typing this password. And every time I type it in, I'm like, I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate you so much, password. Uh, anyway. And it's like, it's super, it's like, no, you've already used that one. You can't go back to that one. I'm like, yes. come on. How secure do we need this system? We don't need it. That's so secure. Sad. Well, so the kids don't don't hack into the attendance like yeah. like Ferris Bueller. Yeah. By the way, I've never understood that. Did no. he have the internet? See, that's the thing. It's like 1985, maybe even 1984 when they made the movie. The internet wasn't around, but I guess it was. He made two movies. Matthew Broderick made two movies uh-huh. where he was using the internet on a computer, and none of us questioned it. We were just like, yeah, computers, you can communicate with anyone in the world. No, that's the fun thing about 80s movies is yeah. that they literally did not know the power of computers, so they were like, computers can do anything. Yeah. He like is going to launch nuclear missiles in war games. Yep. That's the plot of war games. Huh? This high school kid somehow got into the Pentagon? Like, what's happening? Yeah, it's it's magical realism. So weird. But that one always stuck out to me. I was like, like basically when the internet became a thing, we were like, it's about time. Ferris Bueller had it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Eight years ago. You just, you've just been hiding it from us this whole time. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, that reminds me. I was watching a, well, for my blog in, over the summer, um, I always, every week, I review mm-hmm. a slasher movie that's, like, somehow thematically related to the new movie that's coming out in theaters. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, when the Overboard remake came out, which mm. came and went already, I don't I don't know what happened with that. Uh, what happened with it is it probably sucked. <sighs> anyway, um, no. I mean, watch the trailer, bro. <laughs> yeah, it looks so bad. It, the tra- if a comedy happens... And nothing in the trailer is funny. What's the point? What are you doing? It's the rest How of... How do you get that far into a movie and no one has been like, we need to fix it, it's not funny? Like, oh my God. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry, sorry to bring that up again. Oh, um, but yeah, so to tie in with Overboard, I watched a slasher movie called The Carpenter because it was about like a blue-collar person mm-hmm. committing crimes. Yes. Um, and so for... Another movie that's going to come and go so fast because Avengers is going to obliterate everything mm-hmm. still. Um, Life of the Party with Melissa McCarthy, the one where she plays like the mom of a girl and she goes to college again. It's yeah. Ronnie, It's that Ronnie Dangerfield movie, Back to School. Yeah. Um, anyway, in honor of that one, mm-hmm. I watched a college slasher called Rush Week from 1988. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there is a major plot point about like people at random computer terminals being able to like hack into this like journalist girl's account and like send her messages what that this movie invented email like what it's so it's but like so weird yeah because like she has a guy who's a he's a computer and it's, it's pre-windows right it's back when the computer it's the green was black with the green yes lighting. it's yes. that 
So um, she has this boyfriend who's a computer sciences major. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I can suspend my belief and be like, he knows something about computers. Mm-hmm. But literally, her roommate se- manages to send her a message about like, watch out for this guy. He might mm-hmm. be the killer. And I'm like, how does she know how to do this? And she hacks into some like random computer into mm-hmm. the science lab from a terminal in the frat house. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I just, no. Yep. And it's not emails. It's just they make the words appear on the screen with mm-hmm. the green text. It's so bizarre. Also... Probably pre mouse. Probably, yeah. I like think at so. one point, computers didn't have a mouse, yeah. So you couldn't just move around the screen and select something. A Everything dot exe. Had... Oh my god, we had computer class when I was a kid. Like you'd go to computer class uh-huh. and like try to draw stuff with the. They called it a turtle, but it was essentially just the little arrow that now is associated with your mouse. Oh, okay. it was like that. But you couldn't move it without giving it commands, Ugh. and you had to give it commands, and it, and then like, you type it in, and it would move, and then sometimes you could type it in, and it would draw. So you'd like try to draw a square. It's like the, the world's worst etch a sketch. Oh my god, it was so awful! And then like halfway through, you had to take the floppy disk out and turn it over and put it back in for some reason. Like, computers really were like no one could work computers back then. So it's so funny to see people in in old movies where they're like clickety clack 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 clack. Like, <laughs> no, no one was doing that. Like we had a computer, um, like we had a guy that rented a room in our house, our tiny little house, and he had a computer, and I would do word processing on it, and he had to help me the entire time. <sighs> he had to be like, okay, now if you want to do this, it's command this to like print or whatever. Like you, there was no. Go hit print. Uh huh. That's crazy. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. Uh, yeah, th- yeah. There are certain things that like I am generally aware of how the past worked because mm-hmm. I I watch old movies and I'm interested in just like yeah. the progress of history and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but certain there are fundamental realities to my existence that did not exist shortly before I was born, and that is mm-hmm. fascinating. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that if I want to watch. Like okay, the, there's a new Predator movie coming out. Okay, so I'm gonna start. I'm gonna watch the three Predator movies that I haven't seen. Okay, like in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, you couldn't just do that. No, home video didn't exist. No, it was a big like, thing when I was a kid. That was like a big thing, home video. Yeah, and that but it was expensive to like own a movie. Yes, you didn't own movies. You recorded them off the TV. Yeah, that kind of thing, and like. VC VHS is worth mm-hmm. 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. And, but the thing is like, or sometimes a hundred and something. Yeah. That's crazy. But like the whole concept mm-hmm. of being able to watch movies mm-hmm. at home didn't exist until the early eighties. And it was not at all the same experience. Like here we're looking at my TV. Oh yeah. Relative to where we're sitting, watching a movie on that TV with the lights out, I don't even have good speakers, and it's still really enjoyable. Yeah, and it, it's as close to theater as you can get at home. Like yeah. People have big, like thin, big yeah. TVs. That's just how it works now. Yeah, but like but, when I was a kid and you rented a movie, especially if you were all trying to gather around, you could kind of see it. Like, uh-huh. my mom's big TV was probably like a 25-inch. No, like, like I, It was small, and it was a big-ass TV in the room, uh-huh. but the screen itself, not big. Like, I am... I'm old enough that I had VHSs and I right. used the tiny TVs mm-hmm. in the yeah. like four by three format. And mm-hmm. I am aware of all that. Yeah. Cause well, I know that I bought a TV 
when I moved down here, we we bought like a bigger TV at uh-huh. one point, and it was like a big box TV, and it was because They're I was so like, I'm not, I'm not buying one of those plasma screens. They suck because they did at that point. They'd like get stuff. They didn't have screensavers, so if you paused a movie, it would burn oh, yeah, it into would, the mm-hmm. screen. <laughs> and like, and they would all, you know, everyone I knew that had something like that, they were like, oh yeah, I had it for like two years, and then it exploded. You know, like yeah, they were just new technology. And then I probably had my old TV a few years too long. Like I, that's it fair. Passed the point where I could not afford a bigger, thinner TV, and we still had the clunky one. And then I think my first flat screen my dad gave me. He was like, "You want this old TV?" And I was like, "Okay." And then that TV is in my classroom right now. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> and it was in my living room until actually probably when you were hanging out here. It was in here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Your TV is so nice now. Yeah, I have a nice one. But, yeah. So, just the idea, Mm -hmm. like, that's something that I learned, like, specifically or managed Mm -hmm. to feel the impact of Mm -hmm. when I watched Bride of Frankenstein for the first time. Mm -hmm. Which, that's going real old. Yeah. But um, that movie... The first, the opening scene is literally a recap of Frankenstein. It's literally Mary Shelley sitting in a drawing room with her friends and explaining mm-hmm. the plot of Frankenstein, okay. because you couldn't just right. watch it if you missed it. Yeah, to prepare for it. the new one. Yeah, you it's just gone. Missed it. Yeah, and that's before my time. Yeah. Well. Yeah. The thirties. But, but well, no, I mean like the idea that if you didn't see a movie when it was in theaters, you oh, would never yeah, yeah. see it again. I like, mean, unless I it was on cool. TV. I mean, they well, were that was shown... the fifties. Yeah. So, yes. So, it in had the, to be at, yeah, like, a revival right. theater. Yeah. Um, but, like, right before, you know, in the 70s, I think, you you know, you'd watch movies on TV, maybe. You know, there uh-huh. was probably a Sunday night movie or something. But, like, as as it became more popular, and then I remember, like, DVDs came out, and they were pretty affordable, and I just kept buying them, and I have so many DVDs now, and I'm like, I don't even really like this movie. Why do I have it? It's just the idea that I could own it and watch it whenever I wanted. And that's how we get all the stuff we get at the place where I work. Yeah. Um, which is used DVDs and things like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. It's so sad. Like, there are movies we get that we price at $2.50. Because, I mean, because we're cheap. It's a yeah. used store. Um, but us- most movies that we get are, like, 5 to 7 bucks, like, for a DVD. Yeah. Blu-rays are more. But, like, they're, the titles that we get all the time automatically get marked down to two fifty. And it's so sad. Like, there are people who will come in with boxes and boxes of DVDs to sell. And it's all the exact titles that everyone else has sold us. Yeah. Like, everyone has a copy of Wedding Crashers. Oh. Everyone has a copy of The Dark Knight. Mm. They're like, for, there are weird ones, too. Like, Domino, we have a million copies oh, of. Yeah. Like, Gothica. <laughs> Domino is one that I... Is that the one with um, Kira Knightley? No. I think so. I don't. I never. I've never seen Domino because it's one of those ones that was before I started watching movies. Anyway, there's one where she. There's a couple movies where when they came out, people were like, "This is so cool! It's so good! What a great movie!" And you would be like, "Yeah, I want to watch this again." Uh huh. And you'd try to watch it again and be like, "No, I don't care about this at all." Yeah. Or like, I love heist movies. I have a couple movies that are like heist movies, and I was like, "I love heist movies. I'll just buy it." Never touched it again. Yeah. And just just stuff that everyone owns mm. for no reason, like that, like Legally Blonde too. We have so many copies oh of that. Um, but yeah, no. So it is interesting to mm. see. That's actually one thing I love about working there is um, you get to see how the tastes change and kind of what mm-hmm. dictates them and what people are asking for. 
My guess is um, those are a lot of movies that were on sale at like Hollywood Video in the five dollar bin. Or probably whatever. we get a lot of those too, where it was a big movie when it was released, but like nobody actually like people. It was like Legally Blonde Two is a perfect example. People were like, "Oh, wait till it's on video," and then uh-huh. so they had a you know fifty copies in the Hollywood Video store, and then they're like. We don't need to keep these 50 copies no. anymore. Nobody's renting it, so let's sell some. And they're like, okay, why not? Yeah, and you're like, oh, well, I could pay $5 to rent it or $10 to own it. Why not? And then you're like, oh, I know why not. Space. Yep. <laughs> I don't have space. Especially for the, like, I have a pretty massive DVD collection, and mm-hmm. I'm looking at moving into an apartment soon. I'm like, what do I do with these? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it it is interesting to see the trends and what people are interested in and like mm-hmm. kind of what is dictated by like, um, everyone started looking for Agatha Christie after the murder on the Orient Express okay, movie came yeah. out. Everyone got, oh, I want to see that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, everyone got super into Stephen King after it came out, even though everyone's always been into Stephen King. Yeah. Um, but it still flies off the shelves mm-hmm. whenever we get it like mm-hmm. movie book, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fun to like things start to wane too, mm-hmm. and like it is just starting to slow down. Oh, I bet, yeah. Um, but like at the beginning of the year, we had a bunch of people come in to ask for books on how to grow your own pot, because <laughs> that's when it got yeah. officially legalized. That's funny. Yeah, no, it, it, it's it's interesting. Yeah. Um, what a fun study in culture. Yeah, it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like when that book. Ugh, political book the fire and fury when that Mm -hmm. came out everyone was asking for it Mm. like it was such a big deal oh the that's the yeah i know which one you're talking yeah yeah yeah. um let's finish up trust falls do you have a recommendation for me for to watch in the next two weeks Mm. (laughs) do i do i just that's why i just picked up my phone i was like oh what do i have hold on i gotta go on my work account i don't want to be in my work account okay um i'm i'm gonna go then while you're loading that um I had something prepared, but I wasn't too strong on it. So I think I'm just going to pull a U from last time and mm-hmm. recommend that you finish over the garden wall. I like it. Because I'd like to know what you think of the complete thing. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't want to take too much of your time now that you're super busy again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at me. I'm almost done. I had all, I had a big list, and now I'm like, shoot. Uh-oh. Oh, and now I'm like, I don't even know what to tell you. Um, Dern. Darn it. Darn it to fudge. Fudge it to darn. Uh, is that that is it. what it was. Yeah. I got to fudge me right in the darn. I thought of a bunch of things while we were talking. Oh, yeah. It always. Because I'm like, should I loan you Captain America's uh, Winter Soldier? Because I own it. I could I'd, do that. I'd be down with that, honestly. Okay. How about that's what I do? Yeah, sure. It's Captain America Winter Soldier. It's good. Okay, I like so <laughs> I will work my way back backwards through yeah. the Captain America chronology. Well, there's some just some fun stuff in there. Okay, that, that yeah, that's that's cool and like make other things make sense later. Okay, and you'll be like, oh, that's where that came from. And I, I have been meaning to like get through the old Marvel stuff again and mm-hmm. kind of flesh out my watching. Yes, yeah. I'll. This it's it is the one where Jack wanted to leave early because Captain America. Like doesn't put on Cap's suit. He doesn't put on his suit for like most of it. That's fine. Look, Chris Evans wearing a t-shirt. Great. Yes. Let's do it. Yes, it's good. It's good. And there's lots of him and uh, Scarlett Johansson. It's kind of her movie too. Yeah, I I heard that. Like yeah. I, I my roommate at the time was obsessed with it, so I heard yeah. a lot about it. But 
yeah, no, I'm I'm down to check it out. That's yeah. cool. Um, yeah. all right, that's seems. Yeah. There we go. That's easy. Good work, team. <laughs> all right, that's close. Yeah, honestly, I started I, to panic a little. <laughs> I was happy that you handed me over the garden wall part too. Also, yeah, because I did have something, but I was like, I think this is too out, like too yeah. out there. Um, yeah, I'm worried that this segment's gonna start to fall apart because I like most of why I wanted to do this was so you would watch the good place. So, like, <laughs> no, no, no. I I think. I mean, we can go back to smaller things too. Mm-hmm. Like, watch this video on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, I kind of did song. that with you right before we watched that sketch. We did, and yeah. I almost was like, "Oh, this should be your trust fall," and then we watched it. I was like, "No, oh, well. no, but yeah, it could be <laughs> something like that." Yeah, um, I like that idea too. Yeah, and also like over the summer, I have so many. I literally had to write out a schedule this morning of all the movies I have to watch for all the like. like blog posts and you have no i know it's look it's my vocation that i'm not paid for yet yes i'm paid for some of it i like the i like the idea i like that you do that the sommelier thing is great yeah i do that um but after i'm watching a bunch of movies for my podcast that Mm -hmm. the you know my other podcast um talk about her i know but the thing, like, we're doing a thing this month where yeah. I'm having special guests because Sergio's doing finals. Mm-hmm. So I have to arrange, like, other people's schedules. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly they're like, oh, I can't do it next week. Can we do it tomorrow? And I have to watch a movie tomorrow mm-hmm. because I haven't prepared yet. Mm-hmm. And also I'm going on a different podcast. So I have to watch a bunch of movies for that. Mm. And it's just a whole thing. Um, so I'm happy if we do shorter things. I yeah. have a lot of things I have to watch. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. Summer is always fun. Summer, I watch so many movies during summer. Yeah. And it's not even, doesn't really change anything for me anymore because I don't have school. Yeah. But there's, there's a change in the air. Yeah. And the people in my life don't have school. So I watch a lot of movies with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, there was a thing that happened. Oh, when was it? Last week? I think it was last week. Did I tell you about total Mun- total Mooney? Muni? can't say it no okay it's ridiculous and it was amazing and i would love for you to like just look into it a little bit but it's not really a trust fall type thing okay um so there's a guy that does a pretty cool podcast and art series of like blog article type things for the san francisco chronicle okay um which is a really great newspaper and um i'm actually considering subscribing just to support it because i want it to be good i've it's the newspaper i grew up reading and like a lot of the columnists have left but a lot of them have stayed um it's one of the few places where they they haven't completely fallen apart um and he does this thing it's called the big event and he like it's like pop culture commentary through like a very bay area perspective so okay what he found out was that i can't remember the exact source of it but the owner of the san francisco giants or president of the san francisco giants when he was a young man he and his friend Decided they were going to ride every line of the Muni bus system okay. in San Francisco in one day. Oh. So they had to time it out, and there's a lot. Uh-huh. Um, and there's more now. So um, this guy, Peter Hartlob, and uh, another woman, and I'm struggling to remember her first name. I think her last name is Knight. Um, they decided to recreate it. And he has been talking about it for months. <laughs> like, it's almost this entire school year, I want to say. And they've, he's had several podcasts leading up to it. And then they finally did it. And it was like this, honestly, this, like, magical thing. And I watched it happen on Twitter. Because he, like, tweeted it out. And people were tweeting about it. Like, all the San Francisco 
kind of personalities that uh-huh. I follow were tweeting about it, and it was became this amazing thing that showed why San Francisco is so great. And I didn't realize it, but San Francisco's got its dauber down right now. There's a lot of like people who aren't happy with the way things are. Oh. Um, a lot of it has to do with the kind of Silicon Valley moving in and oh, yeah. getting that much more expensive and the difference between the haves and the have-nots has gotten really bad. So there's a lot of really rich people that aren't necessarily San Franciscans kind of edging out mm-hmm. more middle class and stuff. So you've got the super rich and then homeless everywhere and the homeless problem has gotten really bad. And it's just kind of, I think there's a lot of negativity and a lot of people complaining I hear a lot of people complaining about the traffic, a lot of people complaining about these Silicon Valley types. And and it was like this reminder of what's great about San Francisco. That's you know, so that, sweet. Like, as they were going on the buses, like they'd get to a stop and someone would be there and be like, hey, I brought you like um, somebody called Burrito Justice showed up with a bag <laughs> full of burritos from the mission or something, you know, and like burritos are a very big deal in San Francisco. Um. And then, you know, they were riding in a rickshaw because they have rickshaws along Uh the Embarcadero now. And they were riding in a rickshaw and a guy pulled up next to him on a bike and was like, hey, are you guys total muni? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, you want some coffee? And he like threw them um, not like hot coffee. Just splashed it in their face. He was like, no, it was like little some sort of container of coffee. And they're Uh like, oh, my God, because they had to be they started at like three in the morning. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, they started at three in the morning. It was, you know, and like, so, and it happened to be a day where I woke up way too early and I like checked Twitter and they were already going. And I was like, oh my God, this is, it was just really fun to watch. And I kept like checking throughout the day. And, and I was like, this little dumb thing that these two people decided to do became my everything. They had found a stray dog at one point and like it got a name, like the, the whole community, like all of the Bay Area cares about this dog now. And it's got gotten reunited with its owner. It just like. All this really crazy, great stuff. And it just reminds me of like, yeah, that's San Francisco. And like, I don't know if you ever, did you ever, do you know about Bat Kid? Yes, I do. When they shut down San Francisco yeah. for that little, I mean, that is quintessential San Francisco. Like, anyway, so uh, that kind of stuff. It's just like, it's, I don't know, makes me miss home, but yeah, makes me proud to be from there. And It's so great that a, like a metropolitan area like that can kind of feel like a small town, like mm-hmm. feel like everyone's working together and like yeah. experiencing something and it i mean it just is it's always been such a quirky town and and that's i think that's what has been missing is it's just gotten taken over by fake quirk and you know like, yeah uh, i don't know i mean there's a lot of great restaurants but they're not the it's not i don't know it's just not it's lost a little of its charm but it was kind of like they rediscovered it it's cool it was just like a, a really cool event. Oh, was, that's so awesome. Yeah. I'm glad that happened. I had no idea. Yeah. So I, if you ever have time, anybody go look into it. It's total, total Muni, M-U-N-I 2018 or 18. And it, it, you can look up the hashtag. You can find, they have articles all over the newspaper about it. It was really cool. Lots of videos and stuff. It was really, it's just like ridiculous. Oh, and at the end of it, their goal was to get to the Giants game. Before they stopped selling beer because they were like, we're going to need a beer at the end of this. And they got there and they said they showed up and it was like they were celebrities and they were like, we had no idea that anybody cared about it. But we got to the game and they like took us through these. They said, you know, the scene in The Godfather where they're like, he's going through that and everybody's stopping and talking to them. That's what it felt like. 
And then they said they got there and they like got it to be in a special, um, not a booth, but a suite. Oh. And then at the end of the game, they took them down to these seats right on the field. And the, the end of the game was like this kind of miraculous comeback. Great thing. And they got to, and so that, but they like showed them getting there on the scoreboard and everybody was cheering. Oh. Like the whole city had followed it somehow. It was so, it was so cool. Sounds so it like, just a, like it's this, a beautiful day. Yeah. It was, it was like a reminder of the good things in the world. And it's such a dumb thing. Like I love yeah. that it was such a dumb endeavor and it became so stressful to these people. Like the guy that was doing it, he was like, I kept waking up in the middle of the night thinking that I had missed it like months in advance. Oh, like he's like, oh God, I have to, like he was so nervous about it. And then um, I guess she like may have slept through her alarm or forgot to set it or something. Oh no. There was some minor disaster. At the uh-huh. um, so yeah. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I think that's as good a place as ever to like yeah. wrap things up too. That's so cool yeah i wish i wish i had that yeah um you can find us on twitter at cast party pod yeah follow us at total cast party (laughs) we're gonna do all the episodes at once yeah we're gonna see every movie ever in one day yeah oh we can do that (laughs) let's play them all simultaneously oh my god that would be so dumb (laughs) that's crazy um you can email us at castpartypod at Mm gmail.com we are a proud member of the pod people podcast network find uh more episodes of this show and others on Mm -hmm. podpeople.me our theme song is good day by tally hall off the album marvin's marvelous mechanical museum um yeah, that's that's what that is. I guess yep. we'll see you in two weeks. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. All right. So should we or should we not do certain things? I think you should. Are Everybody there? remember to poop your pants. Okay, great. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> this episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart. Hey, Brandon. Yeah, Justin. We really need to record a trailer for our podcast. Why? Because that's how we'll get people to tune in. All the great podcasts have them. Oh, okay. Hey, what's this? You own a cassette player? What is this, 1992? This isn't mine. Well, what's on it? Hmm, let's see. Hey everyone, welcome to Eerie Earfuls. Every two weeks we pick a horror movie double feature to compare and contrast for your entertainment. Who chooses rotates each episode. We explain why we chose the films, then proceed to analyze the two. Proceed to analyze the two. Proceed to analyze the two. You never know what pairings we might choose. You never know. What the hell? Was that us on that tape? Hello? Find more episodes on podpeople.me, podcasts for the weird at